This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. And now for today's podcast, five ways to stay informed without going down the wormhole of anxiety. This is a listener question that was sent in, and I want to thank our listener for sending it in and invite anyone else who has a question that you would like answered on the show to send it in. Send it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, and we'll put that in the queue of possible questions to answer on the show. I want to start by reading the question. How can one still be informed on current events and still maintain sanity. I find myself wanting to be informed so that I can take action if I need to, but the daily, hourly bombardment of scary news is debilitating. So first, thank you uh, to our listener for sending that excellent question in. I made notes on five different ways that we can start to look at this, because this isn't the only time in our lives where there is challenges on the news, social media, these things happen. The uh, current events can take a turn at any time, any, any way. So we need to have these five tips that I'm going to talk about. They can be useful, not just now, but for your life, for knowing when you've had enough of what is out there. As our listener said, that daily, hourly bombardment of scary news is debilitating. And I do hear this a lot from listeners. So let's, let's get into the ways that we can take care of ourselves and keep our nervous systems calm to keep them healthy while we are going through our days and knowing what is going on. We don't want to stick our heads in the sand, of course, and we we want to know enough, but we don't want to overwhelm ourselves. So let's get going on what we can do. Let's start with number one. Understand your circle of influence. This is very important in life that we understand where we are in life and where the things that we're hearing about are. Uh, we have uh, our own circle of influence. We're at the center of our life. And then we have a small circle around us of uh, family, close family, and maybe close friends. Uh, Then you have another circle that can reach out to maybe more friends, maybe more acquaintance type of friends, maybe coworkers. You know, it's, it's not about the labels that we put on these things, but our career can be included in there. Our our community, our family life, 
the things that are important to us, places that we help with in volunteer work, are re- all of our relationships with people, places, and things can be mapped out in a circle of influence because we do not have influence on absolutely everything. Well, there's two ways we can look at that. Yes, we do have influence on everything in the way that we ha- we can influence everything in our life by how we are acting and reacting to that relationship that we have with everything. That we do have. That is within our control. But direct control of of like world events, that is the outer reaches of our circle of influence, unless we have a high job that does have decision-making and those types of things. But most of the people listening to the podcast are not in that uh, type of work or that type of influence in their lives. So we're going to look at what we do have influence over, right? And that starts with us. We have to be very clear on that trying to take care of things outside of us when we are not well cared for or nourished within ourselves does not serve the world. It only makes us more tired. It spreads us too thin and it's ineffective. So the place we want to start is start at home. Start with yourself. And we talk about these things here all the time. So you know what I'm talking about, the self-care of being able to begin with the absolute center of your circle of influence, which is for yourself. Keep your perspective. It's another way of looking at it here. Keep your perspective on what is yours and what is what is not yours. There are a lot of things that come at us that are not for us to grab onto and take and put into our hearts. We have to have some boundaries. And it doesn't mean that we don't care. Most of us who are together here today are people with hearts that feel very open. They feel very vulnerable. That's a good thing. That's a wonderful way to be. And it's a wonderful way to live in the world. But you also have to have strength and you have to have courage to know when to say no or when to say enough. So number one, understand your circle of influence. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Number two is news and social media fasting. News and social media fasting. Because this is very important. Because what we take into our minds via our eyes and ears is a vital. And it requires as much care and attention as we give to the, let's say the foods and drinks that we ingest. We're very careful about our foods. We filter our water, but we're not filtering our social media. We have to really think about this, be with this for a few minutes. We cannot continue to stimulate our fear centers in our brains and expect to feel on an even keel. It just won't work. We need to have respect for how our mind-body works and how these things that we let in through our eyes and ears, how they really do affect us. And it really depends where you are on the sensitivity scale. I talked to a number of clients who can't go to uh, the movies to watch certain kinds of movies because they're too frightening or they can't even watch them at home. But that doesn't last forever, you know, because a good drama or, a, a you know, a good suspenseful movie, that's an art and a craft that we like to enjoy. And if you can't do it now because you're too sensitized from your anxiety panic, don't worry, you will get stronger. But don't Don't, you know, tempt fate by going to those things right now. And just like a movie can set you off, so can the news. So can social media. We want to be careful what we're reading, what we're listening to, even music. You you know, if it's music that's upsetting to you or uh, feels hard, find something else to listen to. We really need to pay attention to these things. So the second one is to take a news and social media fast. Now, I generally believe that three weeks is a good amount of time to do this. And if you don't think you can do it, take it a week at a time. Start with one week. I've often suggested, and those of you listening, you know who you are. I have suggested that you take a news fast for and a social media fast for a week. And many of you have continued it. I love it. It's very important to get a break. And then once you've had a break, especially if you've gone 21 days or three weeks, uh, you can get a feel for what, what was important to be plugged into and what was not. It's totally freeing and you get, a, you gain so much. I hope that you will give that a try. The third point that I want to make here is to recite to yourself the serenity prayer. 
Yeah, it seems it seems like, oh, everybody knows that. But I'm going to recite it just so that those of you who are not familiar with the serenity prayer will hear it and take this into your heart because this is an amazing guideline to live your life by so that you do not continue to oversensitize yourself to, as our, as our reader called it, the bombardment of scary news. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So we have three important words in there, acceptance, courage, and wisdom. To accept does not mean that we have to like it. But there are things that are happening in the world that we do not have any ability to change right now. And so you accept it. This is freeing. This is the way to take your power back by accepting what is. You cannot live as if you want things to be other than what they are, and you're going to dig your heels in and fight it. You don't have to like it, but you do have to accept it. And we can talk more about that. And I know we have talked about acceptance uh, many, many times, but it means that we are living in awareness of how things are. And we that keeps us on an even keel. And when we are on an even keel, we have the resources and the energy to do what we need to do as our as our listeners' question went into, they wanted to be informed so that they could take action if they needed to. Well, if we are burning ourselves out by fighting what is, we will not have energy to take action in the things that we do have control over. So acceptance. We learn this many different ways in life as we journey through our days. And I think looking at things right now and saying, okay, what about this is unchangeable for me? And how can I accept it? And you accept it by just knowing that what is, is, and you're wanting it to be different. And you're fighting internally about that is only exhausting you and taking your power away. Another word in the serenity prayer is courage to have the courage to change the things that you can. Courage is about doing those things that might be frightening to us, right? But we know in our heart that they are right. And they're the things that we are not procrastinating about. We are standing up and doing what we need. We have the courage. And the courage may be to turn social media off. Courage may be to turn the news off. Courage may mean to take time to meditate, to, to do the self-care that you need to do. That takes courage because you're changing things and change always requires courage. And then the wisdom to know the difference. Wisdom. That is what we learn as we go through this, especially go through this journey with anxiety. We become able to see what needs to be taken care of, what is ours and what isn't. And that's wisdom. Number four, this is a quote from a Buddhist monk named Fap Dung. And he says, when you sit with someone who is calm, you can become calm. 
If you sit with someone who is agitated and hateful, you will become agitated and hateful. Number four here then with that quote is the idea of ideas being contagious, of fear and anxiety being somewhat, I use the word contagious. It isn't like a a contagious from a physical germ, but it's a contagion from a thought. We do spread thoughts. We spread fear. We spread angst. And in the same way, we can spread calm. We can spread joy and we can spread peace. So number four is to remember that, that it's almost contagious to join into heated conversations. So first, ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? And if you want to feel like the agitation and the hate and the fear, then you will join in with that. If you want to feel differently, you will excuse yourself and move on. It's important. And you can see from that we need some of number three to do that. We need courage, courage to be and live the way that we want to live and to feel the way we want to feel. So taking care of yourself takes courage. So just remember that, that just because you are listening to a conversation doesn't mean that it's not affecting you just because you're listening. Listening, like we are talking about with the news and the social media and even conversations is very important because those ideas can be contagious. And number five, stay present. In the present moment, we can acknowledge what is And when we acknowledge what is, we can see the space that we're in for our choices. That takes a moment of, that makes us have to be in the present moment, not lost in thought. So stay present, see the space, the space where you get to choose. And what I want you to consider choosing is gratitude. You get to acknowledge the space and choose gratitude. And we get to choose our own well-being and we can feel fear and danger and we can feel it begin to recede when we pull up and take the decision to choose gratitude. The fear and danger begin to recede, letting our body's hormones return and letting our body get back to homeostasis, this release and this moving back to calm really helps to build our resilience to stress and anxiety. And that is what we need. We need the resilience so that we're not taken down the wormhole with the slightest thing. We become stronger. And so how do we do that? It's about being in the present moment seeing that we have a choice because we're aware of what is right in the moment, seeing that space, making a choice. And I invite you to make a choice for gratitude. Be thankful for something. We all have things to be thankful for. And with that gratitude, watch the fear and danger begin to recede. It's a, it's a wonderful way to, like I said, to build resilience to stress and anxiety. And now for today's quote.
I promise you nothing is as chaotic as it seems. Nothing is worth your health. Nothing is worth poisoning yourself into stress, anxiety, and fear. And that's from Steve Maraboli. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 